the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. WGN News. Pritzker, right off of the grill. Yesterday, couldn't wait to use this tragedy as an opportunity. That's what fascists do, rather than focus on what we should be focused on. The absolute tragedy and the amazing response by law enforcement at every level. Every level. If you look at the video in the beginning of the shooting, while everybody was running away, the police on bicycles were riding towards it, the heroes. As it were. And it's amazing when you take the leashes off of these guys. Five hours from nothing. No lead. Just some freak with face tattoos and pink dyed hair and ponytails. The picture I saw. But uh, somehow they're going to equate him to a right winger. I I don't know any. I've been to a lot of events with conservative people. You ever see any pink ponytails on men? I haven't. I haven't even seen them on women. That being said, it's what is going to happen now and what was going to happen from the beginning. Because this is a tragedy. It is a tragedy when families, when innocent people are shot. I always feel it's a tragedy. I feel like that when since the 1st of July until today. Now, the count is 93. 93 people in Chicago have been shot. I think that is equally as terrible as when uh, 30, 24 are wounded and and 6 are dead in Highland Park. I think it's equal. I'm silly that way. I don't uh, decipher importance of life. I never did, but uh, this is something to watch the Democrats do. It's amazing. Because they use this opportunity of this tragedy in Highland Park to uh, push forward their agenda of fascism. Because now what has to happen is that you must be indicted for the actions of this freak that everybody i know who's a conservative i'm a business owner uh if they come in my store with the face tattoos and the pink hair get out i could spot them from 100 yards away 47 on his face tattoo you know what that's about don't you care kid agent 47 it's a movie from 2000 and i believe five and then again in 2017 where he's a, a hybrid assassin his music videos that are on youtube or at least were until last night Range in the what? Three years of that sick, demented freak putting out videos of murdering people. But yet, who gets taken off YouTube? Me. Me, 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 me. I got taken off because I said the vaccine is full of bull derman. And I said there's no way 81 million morons voted for this piece of dung people call a president. So I was taken off YouTube. But if you have videos in a classroom, schoolroom, fantasizing about shooting it up, 
Nothing. Crickets. And now when the eventuality of this freak being allowed to operate in society with his pink ponies and God knows what other lifestyle choices he's been embraced with by the Democrat mafia, as he goes wild, who is going to bear the responsibility? The politicians who stoke this kind of insanity. It's insane what we're witnessing in society. Insane. What about my ash? What did he have to say? Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, mental, and behavioral health. Well, you missed this one, Rachel, formerly known as Bert. You missed this, Rachel. How did you miss it? How did you miss it? Because you and him share the same proclivities? Uh, he likes to prance around in skirts with ponytails on, pretend he's a girl, too. Looks like you do. See, that would be called a flag. Do we have to call it a red flag? Let's call it a red flag. How do we get our own porky pig governor excited? If you're angry today, I'm here to tell you, be angry. I'm furious. I'm furious that yet more innocent... You haven't been this mad since International House of Pancakes went bankrupt, fatso. But are you going to use it to cure any real problems? No, I don't think you will, porky. In fact, what you want to do is prosecute innocent people. See, because I have a lot of guns. I even have the same gun. Mine didn't do a thing yesterday. Not a thing. Why? Let's start with, I've never had my hair in pink ponies. Never. Lives were taken by gun violence. I'm furious that their loved ones are forever broken by what took place today. I'm furious that children and their families have been traumatized. When you're really furious, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to read it. That some... Some fascistic page, some assistant, some cabinet dupe wrote on a piece of paper so he could get in a line. All of the liberties and freedoms to take away from innocent people in the name of a Highland Park scumbag. So you don't need gun control. You need scum control from Highland Park all the way to the south side of Chicago, where there was triple, triple the tragedy. Are they less important? Because you would have liked that. You like that we don't have the attention on that, right? Because you know what that is? At 93, that's the real numbers. 93. Breitbart has 71. The news has 55. The first was on Friday. Today is the fifth. There were 93 people shot. That's the weekend totals. And do you want to know something? It's less than last year, you Democrat failed scumbags. It's not even worse than last year. Your seven under last year was an even hundred. And the year before that, a hundred and two. This is normal Fourth of July for you. So it's just not normal for the rich people in Highland Park. Well, this is what happens when you let your kids put their hair in a pink pony. This is the ramifications. Not the Second Amendment. Because all of us decent people, all of us Americans that understand the principles of Americanism, our guns didn't go off yesterday, you scumbags. It is devastating that a celebration of America was ripped apart by our uniquely American plague. Is it devastating, though? Is it devastating about our uniquely American plague? What is the plague? Let's listen to some notable Democrats. I can't help but notice Highland Park is an extremely Democrat area. 62% registered Democrat. These are Democrats there, Porky, and they're yelling, burn it down, because they don't like the idea babies get to live now. 
What else can we get from the other Democrat armies? And so the question is, what are we going to do? And some people are like, we're going to do this. No, we need to do that. No, we need to do this. Let's call it this. Let's call it that. What color are you wearing? I don't give a about any of those things, y'all. Do everything. Whatever you want to. See, for two months, you rather fat Democrats have been parading around embarrassing yourself have been demanding for violence and chaos and protests and the rest of it. And now you're going to attach this freak with his pink ponies to what, the right wing? Why? Because if you watch the video, there is an emblem that looks kind of like the Azov battalions. You know, the good Nazis in Ukraine. This one kind of resembles that. So on WGN, the Irish slob, whatever his reporter name is, he looks like he's right off of the Daily Family portraits. He said it's a right wing national socialist group see right there there's a problem and this is something that i've been saying for decades listen to me you don't just have more in common with nazis than fascism nazis like american democrats are socialists they're not right wing there is no such thing as right wing socialism because it comes in a uniform doesn't mean they're republicans in the american standard see we Just want small government and to be left alone. We don't like the idea of your cannibal economics, where we have to take money off our table to feed your scum with their pink ponies and their fascistic eco-Nazism. We don't like that. We don't like the idea that this can happen. California has become the first state to guarantee free health care to all low-income immigrants. It's part of Governor Newsom's operating budget. Now, you know who would like that? A national socialist would love that. That's one of their staples. That's not right wing, you WGN fat Irishman. Not at all. What that is, is socialism. That has more in common with Democrats. So I don't know. I know. What is there a picture of this freak in his Where's Waldo costume at some sort of Trump rally? So right away, he's a Trump supporter. Right away, he's right wing. And this will be the modus operandi because what these scoundrels cannot let their idiot constituents know, and you are idiots, is that this weekend in Chicago, 93, that's below normal. So everybody get mad, and I'm mad too, about Highland Park, but I'm mad when it happens in Chicago, unlike you scumbags. And I don't want to take away the guns of people because you know what else happened in Chicago this weekend? You know, cops were being attacked. Their doors opened and firecrackers thrown in. And the cops know what side the law is going to come in on. On the side of the Democrat perpetrators. So the cops had to run. So the Second Amendment is because I can't wait for cops. No, 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 no. And I know how brave they are as you saw them run into the... There are citizens that are brave too. See, citizens. So when that happens in my neighborhood, I don't know a guy that isn't running towards the fire. And the difference is, when we run towards the fire, we got guns too. That's the American way. That's what the Second Amendment's for. Not so Porky Pig can get reelected, which he probably will, not because of any of his stances are right, but because what makes up this state are fascist, willing, socialist Nazis. There are going to be people who say that today is not the day, that now is not the time to talk about guns. I'm telling you, there is no better day and no better time than right here and right now. I agree, Fatso. And if only guns would have been in the right hands, somebody could have walked up to this pink ponytailed freak and shot him in the ear. And then 
We wouldn't have had to waste all of the cops and all of the nonsense. And now we're going to have to house this piece of dung until you can figure out if he had an Oedipus complex or somebody picked on him. Rather than focus on what the real problem is. You're trying to make the way this scumbag lived normal. It isn't normal, even if my ash says it is. And as your ash, I will continue that focus and support policy initiatives. Yeah, well then turn yourself in with your pink ponies. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. It's another taste of Chicago. I might now have a case. I like of how they cook the numbers. Literally cook the numbers. See, those people, it's, it, I, it's unbelievable. You go to a parade, you get shot by some scumbag with his hair and pink ponytails. Outrageous. And it's just as rotten when you're on your way to church in a ghetto and some lowlife scumbag shoots through your car. It's equal to me. I don't understand the difference. Just look at how they let the police go. Thank God. Take the leash off these son of a guns. Look at what they could do. Five hours, they had nothing. He was on the ground getting arrested. Beautiful. What happened to the scumbag who shot that five-month-old baby? Where's he today? What happened to the scumbag that shot the 93 people this weekend? Or the, the amount of them? What happened to him? See, when you don't let the police go. But Pritzker is mad. Plus, it was, you know, it was funny for me to watch because I was over at a barbecue. There was a pig on a spigot. The only difference was an apple and a polo shirt. He was angry, too. Uh, Mary Ellen, in her car. Hello. Hi, Mary Ellen. How are you doing, Sean? Splendid. How are you? <laughs> Good. I just want to ask you, and I think I'm, I'm correct, but you have to verify. I believe uh, Highland Park is one of those suburbs that banned the so-called assault weapons by that Democrat Mayor. Oh, well, you know what? That's probably a very good rule. I'm sure it's in effect. But it was the same day that they legalized guys with pink ponytails can go in the girls' room. So this idiot could only focus on one law at a time, Mary Ellen. And after all, which law suited him and which one didn't? And does it matter? Salt weapons are banned. Here's the skinny, you Democrats, stupid morons. They already exist. The technology to make them already exist. You're not going to win anything by making certain. The vast majority of the public are victims unarmed. See, you're not going to win anything. What would have won if there would have been a guy in the building who happened to be armed to the teeth and said, what the hell's all the noise? And he runs up and he sees this freak in his little mini skirt with his hair and piggies coming down the stairs. And he says, boom, doesn't say anything. Just shoot him. Now we can do the forensic right there. I think he was on the roof shooting. See, that's how you win. But in the meantime, we're going to hear about how supporting this scoundrel scumbag. And his mental state of mind is somehow the fault of every law-abiding, hard-working American who wants to take advantage of all of his rights. All of them. Not just the Second Amendment. The free speech one, the whole nine yards. This is everybody else's fault. And if only the failures and the corrupt Pritzkers who quietly have been buying through Shell Group Section 8 housing properties. Yes, you have. Or is that Penny? I get you too confused because there's a similarity that's undeniable. Somebody's buying up Section 8 property and renting it. And in the meantime, you're going to help us all. How? By turning everyone into a Section 8 tenant. Isn't that what we're really focused on? Welcome to Chicago. Don in Bloomingdale. 
Hey, Sean, what you're not going to hear about because the lobby is so strong is this kid's constant use of marijuana and heavy, heavy dependency on THC. His friend re, uh, said that he uh, lost all sense of reality. The kid thought he was a superstar. Now he thinks he's going to be somebody special. THC kills your brain. Don, and John, the lobby or Don? No, it's, yeah. Who's the lobby? For the marrow legalization of marijuana, who's the biggest, strongest lobby in this country? Can you name it? I'm not sure. You will. John Boehner, the Republican. Oh, uh, That's the first thing that drunk scumbag did after he bought a $3 million condo in Marco Island, which I have yet to bump into him, and I can't wait to let him know what I think of him, his side part, and his trampy wife going through Naples, Florida. Thank you very much, Don, and thank a Republican for that. Now, I'll put the blame on the Democrats. Believe me, I love it because they are all in the Democrat mafia. They're either the welfare recipient or those predators that are making money on them. But when it comes to real scum laws, you can thank the lobbyists who more often than not happen to be Republicans. In fact, does anybody know what Rick Perry's doing? You know, he took his glasses off. He doesn't look half as smart. Now, that moron in Texas, Rick Perry, he is a lobbyist. For the hallucinogenics to try to legalize hallucinogenics like Molly and LSD, regardless of all of the devastation it does, a Republican again. But then again, didn't he just come off a scandal where he was trying to make money as a filter salesman for COVID? There's a scumbag. See, we got him too. Ours are just better dressed. Joe Chesterton, Indiana. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Really like your show. Please keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. I was born in Chicago, lived most of my life in the suburbs. I live in Indiana now. It's really nice here. Stop teasing all of us. Most people I know are, this is going to be a slog. This is going to be a generation to get this thing back. And there's four prongs. One, family is completely broken down. Two, terrible schools. Three, no association with organized religion for the, the phone, the quote social media. So it, it people are gridlocked. They don't. Where do we start against this wall of culture? If you don't have a family, you know, I'll make good choices, Johnny. Yeah, dad, Joe. But I, I'm going to say this to you, and I say this to you because I don't buy the family. Because if the father is a scumbag, or the mother is a scumbag. The greatest thing you could do okay. for the future of that family is to get away from that scumbag. Cut the scum loose. You need scum control in your yeah, life, not gum who control. Got married, who shouldn't have gotten married. So, I know you know this. This is the situation. problem. You do, and the, and the worst thing you could do. See, here's the other thing, Joe. We do not believe in any kind of force. The the irony is we're the real liberals. I don't want to force anybody to do anything. Any standard of living. I don't care if somebody's married, got two fathers. I don't care. Are you a degenerate? Are you a scumbag? And the answer is, let's see and find out. And you know who the product of that is? The kid. You know whose fault this is? The parents. This is the parents' fault. Because your kids are always going to press. They're always going to stray. But you have to make a decision. Do the kids make the rules or do I? And I don't care if you got one parent, two parents, or a plethora of parents. The answer is, who let this kid be a scumbag? You know the tip-offs have been going on for years what do you mean you're going to tattoo your neck? What do you mean you're going to tattoo your face with an assassin's number? What the hell are you doing, scumbag? 
And if you have to bang yeah, his I head think- off the off the dresser, it's better you do that than he goes and kills thirty people, shoots thirty people, and kills what, who, who knows how many six or seven. It's an outrage. And you could take one look at the mother in the yard and see she's an imbecile. Thank you very much. Don't be afraid to call it what it is. Everybody's walking around at two feet in a shoe. So what, I got to let this porky pig take away my gun? That's never gone off accidentally. Never. And never will. The only time it's ever going to go up is when they come for me and my rights. Because what you have here is a cannibal society. This whole word socialism, it doesn't exist. It's a made-up word. It's cannibalism. Where the weak get to eat the strong, whether it be economics, whether it be social benefits. They're always taking from the good people to give to the scum. And they're going to utilize this kid's tragedy, this kid's example of their policies as a weapon against the people who would have never done it. That's what a Democrat is, a mafia member. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. Fourth of July, elected politicians who swear to uphold the Constitution seize upon the opportunity of an imbecile, of a scumbag. And I'm curious to see what else he has uh, in his political philosophies with his pink ponies. And they use it to guarantee usurping the honest man's right to his basic unalienable rights. It's astonishing to watch, but then again, who are we really talking to? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot, Excuse me. Brilliant, Joe. Brilliant, you stupid idiot. All right. Ron, Salem, Wisconsin. Hey, hey, Sean, I, I listen to you a lot. I'm a first-time caller. I grew up on the northwest side by Austin and Irving. I got a couple of things to add. You're right on so many levels. Uh, this country ain't never coming back. People offer suggestions. We're going to do this, do that. This country in 20, 25 years will be the first Mad Max movie. And, and it's because we kicked God out of the country 50 years ago. Well, I'll tell you what, Ron. You know what's interesting about your call? It is uh, very, very similar. Do you remember Escape from New York? It is very, very similar. There is a clip out there that I think YouTube has it, although who knows, where you see hordes, hordes of Democrats attacking the Chicago Police Department, opening the copper's door, throwing firecrack, kicking the windshield in in your neighborhood. neighborhood. Not to mention the mayhem. And this is the problem. We need to take guns out of the hands of the guy who's honest, living in his ghetto, hoping that if somebody comes in the house, I'm going to save myself and my family. He's the bad guy. They should be they doing what they're doing in Ukraine and giving out yep. weapons to honest people to fight that off the savages. Right. Yeah, That's right, brother. Thanks. And these Democrats, there is no more Democrats. The Democrats are those fucking Republicans. Oh, you guys just swear named. you can't swear, you handsome son of a gun. Thanks for calling. Did you get it? Yeah, nice. Fast hands. He's got little squirrel hands, but he's fast. Carl, Marietta Park. <laughs> Carl, are you there? All right. Oh, hi, Sean. My, my name is Carl. I listen to you all this all the time, Sean. I I I, I really love you. Go where oh. no man has dared gone <laughs> when you give your your monologue. Oh, thank and you. I'm 72 years old. I'm a Vietnam veteran. I'm a very sick man. Sometimes it's hard for me to articulate. But what Pritzker has done to this state, there's a a cliche I call birds of a feather flock together. Dick Durbin has nothing to say about all these shootings. Tammy Duckworth has nothing to say about these shootings. 
course, we know where Fox and Lightfoot stand. They don't care. Tony Bullwinkle, the moose, doesn't care. All these shootings on the expressway. This is all being encouraged Carl. by these leftists. And uh, I, I think it's despicable. And then look what happens in January of 2023. Prisco's law goes into effect. No cash bail. So he's encouraging people, go out, shoot, do what you want. You don't have to answer. We'll just get the law-abiding people weapons. Carl, do you know what's fascinating? Say, uh, I pre- first of all, Carl, I love the fact you called. I have uh, relatives that were in that war and patriots like you who were misused by cowardly politicians. But if you go back to that era and you look at the daily soldiers that were shot in Vietnam, They don't equal the weekend in Chicago, and that was a war zone. Yet they won't call this what it is, Carl. Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate that, and thank you for what you did in the name of patriotism, even though it benefited some corrupt bastards, politicians back then. But um, it's astonishing to me. Not a word. In fact, they're cutting the numbers down. 93 people shot since the 1st of July, which was Friday. Why are Highland Park people so much more important? So much more important. You get to take the collar off of the police. Look at how incredible they work when they are unfettered by Democrat political whores selling justice to the street gangs of Chicago. Oh, and that's what's going on. And that's what the state and federal and local police will figure out if you let them. In fact, they'll find the murderer of that five-month-old baby as you watch the parents, the mother, cry. I mean, it's unbelievable. But all equal tragedy. So when you are watching the news, all of those so-called reporters who are so incredible in reporting the atrocities and the trauma and the heartache of Highland Park, ask them why they don't do it in the ghetto. Ask them why. And those are all the people who care about minorities, right? Those are all the people who care about Democrat policies. We're just going to get there. Sure, you're going to go bankrupt. Sure, you have to live off the government nipple. Sure, you have to kiss the ass of corrupt political whore politicians. But we're going to get there. We're Democrats. We're fighting for you. And now look at the difference in the coverage and the attention of law. Look at the difference. This is what it's like when you're in there a corrupt government society where the government is rules. Because if you're close to the government... If you're important to government politicians, you get the full force of government strength. And you saw that in Highland Park. You're never going to see it in Chicago, and you certainly aren't going to see it south of Congress. That's for sure. Tim in Hoopston. Sean, thanks for taking my call, and more importantly, thank you for what you do every day. I appreciate you. you. I appreciate that. Hey, so... um, the last three mass shootings, you know, I'm a talk radio junkie like you. And the last three mass shootings, I keep on hearing this. Uh, it, the, the police are so quick to call out this, uh, this notion that the firearms were legally obtained. I've heard that and heard that. And, um, and so kind of brings me to a, to a little question I got for you. Um, what do uh, Hunter Biden and the shooter uh, up there, uh, what do they have in common? They either lied on their application or they bought the, the weapon with money from their corrupt piece of dung father. Now, Sean, Sean, yeah. how just how legally obtained is a weapon that's legally obtained if you have to commit <laughs> perjury and lie on a federal form in order to get it? I'm so sick and tired of these people jamming their, their, their talking points and gaslighting and just jamming it down our throats as if it were fact. It's not. I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah. I, I am so sick and tired of these people just, just going after guys like me. 
guys like me that, that get up at 3.30 in the morning and, and, and put in a, a, a long shift and they come home. And I'm not the problem. My guns haven't done anything. But these guys go out and lie, and, 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 and they get away with anything. They crucify me for that, Sean. And, Sean, I have one more thing, if I may. Uh-huh. If I may. Go ahead. I, uh, <clears throat> I don't know where his district would end, but it's up there your guys' way. I got a I got a good personal friend that I've known for a long time that is running for the second congressional uh, district in Illinois. His All name right. is Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch, and uh, I, I I think that maybe you should reach out to him, or maybe I uh, will be receptive if he reaches out to you. I will. Um, I think you'd like what he has to say, and he obviously he he won the primary. And he's going against the Democrat in the fall, so we all got to get behind him because every seat counts, buddy. Tim, I agree with you. I love it. Thank you very much for the call. I have time for one more, and if I don't, that's all right. I'm the boss. Mike Crystal Lake. Sean, thank you for taking my call. Anytime. I had a thought. Well, I wonder what would happen if a Republican candidate decided that for first-time gun owners, they would give a four or $500 tax credit, second-time <laughs> gun owners, $250 tax credit in order to encourage law-abiding citizens to defend themselves. Tom, or, I mean, sorry, excuse me, Mike, there's one thing you have to understand about the government supremacist, which is what a Democrat is. They're not interested in people having things or rights. They're not able, they're not interested in them having freedom. They need to have control. So what you're suggesting would actually increase gun ownership among tax payers, earners, income earners. I live in earners. Illinois. I would yeah. love to see more, more citizens having guns. Then you will have to move to a state that embodies those principles of Americanism because this state isn't it. In fact, you just saw your rather plump, obese, necklace, fat slob of a governor use this tragedy to make sure it'll be harder for honest guys to get weapons and honest people and honest kids. So in other words, what they want are victims who are needy and dependent on government because then maybe, just maybe, they'll look past the corruption that allows the family to buy thousands of Section 8 housing as they expand the ghetto. And that is the real scandal. Thank you very much, Mike. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. I wonder if when they send this piece of dung into Gen Pop, they're going to let him put his pink hair in the ponytails. I say let him go with it. Let him wear the skirt he wore to climb up on the roof. In fact, let's start a fund. Start one, Squirrel Hands. I'll put $1,000 in a fund. I want to buy him double D implants to put on his back for when you release him into uh, prison. So you want to be a girl? How do you like it now? Uh, Jim in Chicago. Hello, Sean. How are you doing today? Good, Jim. How are you? I'm glad. I'm glad to be on your show. I have a, a long-term concern. It was announced today that they were uh, the the officials were able to take the DNA off the gun and match it up with DNA off this guy's rapid COVID test. That means that the government has everybody's DNA. Whoever took a COVID test, yeah, has given their their DNA to the government. Sure. Well, there's no privacy and safety, Jim. You know this. You remember that from all of the magazines about government uh, totalitarianism. And, uh, you know, look at people who will chant it. It's good. The government should have everyone's DNA, right? It only matters if you're a bad person like this and they don't understand the principles of, say, like the, you know, the fifth and the fourth and all the rest of the right. privacy. Amendment. Right. Yeah. Especially the Fourth Amendment. Exactly. 
I know, brother. What do you want from me? This is the problem with this. They sell this utopia under government control, and then they use an example like this to do two things. Number one, take away one of your rights. And number two, make you feel good about them taking away your second. Because after all, they were able to catch him because they had his DNA. And that's right. and everybody's going to hail that as a big success. Yeah. But then when they come, come for that one person... What do you mean they use my DNA for this? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, had a, I have a relative who I love beyond love, and she's you know, a wonderful person. And I, I was speaking to her about this because this is near where her family lives. And she goes, I, you know, I just, I'm starting to think that they shouldn't have access to, this, to these bullets. And you see, this is a person who never felt this way. But through fear, they say they adopt the philosophy of stripping away the freedom of all people in the name of the sick people, rather than just stripping away and controlling the sick. See, this is what societies, this is how you get to where they're, they're, they're putting people onto trains. This is, and I mean that. Yep. This is how you do that. Just rally the idea that one person is indictable for the actions of a few, and now you have justifiable tyranny and justifiable atrocity. And that only happens under collectivism. That's why this society is supposed to be able to fight that off. But instead, what J.B. Pritzker did today will ignore the legacy of failures and corruption, and he will get people who would have rejected him that say, you're right, J.B., you slob of a man. Go and take away the rights of honest men. And that's... A lie enough times, it becomes the truth. Bingo, Jim. Thank you so much for making the call. Truly appreciate it. Uh, All right, Robert Oak Park. Hi, Robert. How are you? Uh, I was have information on that uh, shooting Highland Park. I was on duty uh, in uh, Villa Park on, on Homeland Security. We're we're in a parade. All right. Everybody, all all the people were happy, waving this and that, this and that. As soon as the parade ended, we were going back to our quarters. I can't say what, what department. No, that's all right. You know, you mm-hmm. might not not like you, but uh, we're going back in the quarters. All of a sudden. Everything changed. Everything changed. Yeah. It came across the radio, you know, uh-huh. active shooter, home park, this and that. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't, haven't slept yet, Sean, you know. Well, you got to get some sleep. They caught him. The the, the bad guy is away. Well, you, you, and now the rest of the bad. Look, right? What's that? You still how the guy look. You know, that's why we can still carry. A guy like that, looking like that, come on my door, boom, I'm, I'm going to be on him. There you Sean. go, Robert. Thank you very much. And to a certain extent, um, I'm curious to know, did anybody see him go up the ladder? Did anybody see him come down the ladder? Did anybody put eyeballs on him? These are all things I'm curious to know. I'm also um, curious to know about the uncle he lived with. He didn't know what the 47 meant on his face. Nobody saw his videos? Nobody saw? Well, I understand there's a lot of videos being posted by both him and his mom. It's a very weird thing going on over there, I'll tell you that. David in Lansing. Uh, Hey, Sean. uh, I have a list that I'm formulating over the years of leftist media mass shootings, what they look for in order to televise this. And I want to help you. I want you to help me complete my list. Uh, Number one, long gun preferably semi-automatic or fully. Number two, obtained it legally. Number three, we prefer whites over other races. Number Uh. four, it's better if it's a male. And then 
if they have any Trump gear or something like that, that's a bonus. I oh mean, well, and 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 you know this is this is a, an interesting an interesting point. But I'd like to add to that if you wouldn't mind. If the victims, if the victims of the of the the terror, which is what this is, this is this is outright terror, as it is as yeah. as as it is when ninety three people get shot in the weekend in Chicago. If the victims are wealthy, man, oh man, right. that gets some attention. That gets some yes. attention. So this is the interesting thing: is it because they're wealthy, or because they're connected directly? To politicians because they're donors. Oh, there were a lot of donors in Highland Park. Big, big money. Political donor. Who do they donate to? The Democrat Mafia. So now they got to step two. They got to get their money worth. We paid you for fascism. Now get to fascistic actions the way we paid you to. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest is somebody I discovered when I read in the Wall Street Journal that he was the father of health savings accounts. I had a health savings account before Obamacare. I was happy, although aggravated. I had to pay $523. Now it's $2,200 a month. John Goodman is a senior fellow at the Independent Institute, president of the Goodman Institute for Public Policy Research, and author of the widely acclaimed independent book, A Better Choice. John, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm great, and I'm glad to be with you. John, you know what bothers me is uh, when the fascists, when the incompetent frauds, when the proponents of economic cannibalism promote, economists love this idea. I realize that economists are like scientists, and you can buy them for $3 at your local uh, uh, group that depends on government subsidies. But how could it be that economists would support economic cannibalism spewed by the mafia? What do you have in mind? Pick one. Let's do uh, health care, because that is what you like to talk about. Here we are in the debacle of Obamacare. Absolute unmitigated failure. Politicians have been running against it for 12 years. Premiums up 400%. Quality of care down. Who knows what? California announces today there's going to be free health care. Is there such a thing? And how can this possibly work unless the healthy are supporting it? No, and uh, it won't work. And Obamacare has been a disaster. Uh, if you're not getting a subsidy right now in the individual market, a family of four, if you add the average deductible or the average premium, they have to pay $25,000 before their insurance kicks in. And um, that's, that's what Obamacare looks like. And as a consequence, people who weren't getting subsidies just quit buying. And that's why Congress last year created new subsidies, which run out this year, for everybody who's above the poverty line, or very much above the poverty line. So it's a mess, and you're right, the quality is poor. Uh, In Dallas, where I live, 
you cannot buy individual insurance that gets you into UT Southwestern, one of the premier medical centers in the country. In the whole state of Texas, you can't buy individual insurance, which gets you into MD Anderson down in Houston, uh, the cancer center. And this is happening all over the country. John, where it does pay off is in the lower echelon of fraud. For instance, there's a massive, massive windfall for drug treatment centers. There's a massive, massive uh, uh, windfall for hospitals that have substandard where you and I wouldn't want to go, wouldn't go unless it was an absolute emergency. But yet it is it seems to be that if the people on the bottom of the of the of the economic spectrum are recognized that they are useful idiots and used as pawns so that the government can subsidize substandard care. Do you think it's too late to wake up America or are we just on the trajectory to a European socialist incompetent society where only the rich good 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 care and the bottom half gets mediocre to poor well the biggest problem as you alluded to a minute ago was that um, the insurance companies and the hospitals are making money off of this and um, they're the ones who created this system you know you know Obamacare was created in a room full of people that represent the hospitals and the insurance companies and big business and uh, ordinary people, and certainly people at the low end of the, of the economic ladder, they were not in the room. So this was not created for them. So this, in other words, will do exactly what it did in all of the socialist, as it's called, but I identify it as economic cannibalism. This will do what it did to those societies where they will adapt their standards down to what the 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 would be failing in America, but is uh, free in Europe, and it'll just collapse unless you have money, and then you'll be able to pay to go to the places you mentioned previously. By the way, if you have individual insurance here in Dallas and you go over to Southwestern Medical Center anyway, you have to pay 100% of the bill out of your own pocket. So this is true all over the, all over the country. The best doctors and the best hospitals are out of bounds, and if you go there, uh, insurance pays nothing. So we've had a race to the bottom. And, and the quality of the insurance that you can buy has gotten worse and worse through time. And that is why, as we entered this pandemic, um, there was hardly any increase in the number of people with individual insurance uh, from the day before Obamacare was passed. So, John, what's your, you know, what's your thought? What's the cure? To, to me, I mean, I can't believe people are dumb enough to, to fall for this. But then again... I had a hard time before Obamacare uh, with the notion that people thought they were getting a deal with insurance companies that whole platform was deny, deny, and defend. What is the answer, and how do we get to it? The answer is to let people buy insurance that meets their health needs and their financial needs. Uh, now, your listeners may be aware of the fact that they started out with an individual mandate forcing you to buy this, this insurance. That was set aside by Congress. But the mandate still applies on the supply side, so you can't buy anything other than Obamacare insurance, which, uh, as I said, is very expensive and, and has very limited uh, access to, to high-quality doctors and, and hospitals. So I don't understand what's wrong with the Republicans. I don't know why they aren't out there <laughs> saying, you know, put us in, and, and we are going to allow you to buy insurance that meets your needs, not, not insurance designed by much special interest. And, John, I wanted to talk to you about, you know, words are... Uh... Sometimes words are a, are a shield and they're a Trojan horse. Reality is, insurance, the word insurance, there's really no such thing. 
Why not get back to the standard of, of what it was when you and I were kids? And if I went in for a procedure based on my inadequacies, my behavior, my failings, my habits, I paid the cost. Why is it that people like me who don't drink or do drugs, I have to pay for every scumbag in Chicagoland? I'm not a, I work out constantly. I got to pay for everybody who looks like Pritzker. The costs of their lifestyles of debauchery and slothfulness are weighing down on me. And yet I'm, I'm not paying based on what I would want. Nobody asked me what I want. I don't want to be treated with their nonsense chemotherapy if I get cancer. Why can't I tailor make my, uh, my, my medical care to my decisions? Well, you know, there are some alternatives to Obamacare. And uh, one of them is called the short-term market. And I don't know how, how available that is in the state of Illinois. It's very available in Texas and in many other states. And this, these are insurance plans that are not regulated by Obamacare, not regulated by the state. And it's pretty much a free market for insurance. So I would encourage listeners to think about that. Then there are the sharing uh, plans that uh, are available, and they are much cheaper. And uh, apparently uh, people are very satisfied with them. So there are some alternatives that I would encourage everybody to look at. So when you uh, when you look, because you you know you you do more than just uh, insurance and healthcare. When you look at what the what the left in this country, what the collectivists, as I call them, the mafia has has been able to do, it's really to build and stoke a cult of safety. Whether it be healthcare, whether it be their predictions, the wrong they be for seventy years when it comes to the climate, can reality and fact and intellect beat the cult of safety when it becomes a mob in society. Yes, well, remember, uh, safety, that sounds like you're going to get something, but we need to remember that all the money doesn't go to you or your listeners. The money goes to the special interests. Uh, in Obamacare, there's no health savings account. Literally, all the money goes to an insurance plan, and um, and all the money they spend goes to hospitals and doctors. So the, the patient, the, the consumer... Uh, never gets to control any of the dollars. <laughs> so we now know that it's ri- virtually bankrupt. Uh, it exists on, on on fraudulent numbers and failure to to move forward with the promises that it makes. Do you predict that it stays in place, or do you predict that uh, Americans wake up? Well, even if they do wake up, we need a plan to reform it. I think it's got to start with what I said earlier. Uh, we need a law, a federal law, which says that every everyone in an individual market has the right to buy insurance which meets his needs. And that means that, that on the insurer side, uh, they need to have the freedom to create plans that meet people's needs. And that should include health savings accounts where people uh, control more of their own money. And, um, and so that's where it starts. And uh, if we had a, a, a real market... Uh, you wouldn't uh, find yourself unable to see the, the best doctors and enter the best hospitals. Concierge healthcare is um, something that was big in the beginning. I think now, if you live, if you if you talk to wealthy people, they don't deal with this Obamacare. They have their own concierge. Do you see that as an alternative, and do you see that as a bright future? Uh, it, it, there is a bright future, but, but they don't call themselves concierge doctors. They call themselves direct primary care doctors. And the cost has come re- way down. So for a mother with a child, it costs her uh, $50 a month, the child $10 a month to get all 
primary care to have the doctor's telephone number so I like they that. can talk to the doctor at nights and on weekends instead of going to the emergency room. And that that's very, very popular. The Trump administration liked that idea. They tried to make it possible for employers to put money in the account so the employees could, could choose their own doctor in that way. And uh, so far that's been blocked. So the Democrats have shown no interest in this, uh, which is too bad because this is the kind of care that meets people's needs. You are the president of the Goodman Institute for Public Policy Research. You've written some incredible books. You've changed some minds. What do you have cooking in the future? And where can my people go to check you out? Well, go to goodmaninstitute.org to check us out. And what we recently did was we said there are six things Congress ought to do to protect us from inflation, beginning with inflation indexing the whole tax code. So uh, we don't get, get, we don't get, you know, the government makes money off of inflation. Exactly. Inflation, and we all pay our taxes because of it. We need to end that. Economists support some of the worst ideas in the world. How do they buy them off? <laughs> you know, it's hard to be an economist and be a Democrat because so many Democrats don't believe in economics. They, they don't believe in things economists believe. But uh, 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 it, it surprises me how many economists are Democrats, and they put aside their training and what they know, and they support people who, who spout nonsense, like Joe Biden telling the gas station owner, why don't you just lower your price? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I'm calling it economic cannibalism instead of socialism or instead of democratic socialism. Do you think we can catch on with economic cannibalism? <laughs> well, I think, but we have to have an alternative. And we have to have candidates out there who say, uh, look, uh, the government is the cause of inflation and we need uh, a new set of people running the show if you want to end it. I think the problem is side parts. More and more I see these Republicans with their bad side parts, their comb-overs, and their off-the-rack suits. The more and more I get hopeless. But what makes me hopeful is institutions like yours, books like the books you write, and hopefully the idea that the American people will wake up He is John Goodman. Thank you so much for joining me. I truly, truly appreciate you. Glad to be with you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. I I have so many. What's this? Little Sharky's machine? <laughs> yeah. You know, I blame Roseanne for a lot of society right now. People got used to looking at a bunch of fat slobs on TV. Next thing you know, you get Pritzker for a governor. Roseanne show. Damn it. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime, buddy. Boy, what I got. Yeah. You do a, such a good job. Your show, man, is really good. Oh, thank you. And, um, but I'm going to tell you something that's so disgusting to me and everything. When I hear this dirtbag like uh, Little Dick, uh, Durbin, Little Dicky, uh, and everything, he basically uh, was disgusting. He was talking about liberty and thing with the 4th of July and how could something like this happen. And this is what the politicians do. Like they're defending liberty and justice everything. Now you put what them leftists were doing with uh, letting all the people burn down the cities and taking, like, uh, doing all the harm. That was for social justice. That's Social justice is ugly, Craig. You got to burn a few buildings down. Some people got to get killed. It's social justice. 
And, uh, you know, we can't cloud the idea that liberty and that America, these idiots have no idea what we did to get free. That's why they're willing to put us back in chains. But the thing that's most important is people have to understand, put that right next to the way they were basically letting the people off the hook. Kamala was basically putting up bail. They were telling the police to stand down, let them people burn stuff down, let them destroy uh, law-abiding citizens' businesses and destroy, take all their property and everything. And then look what they did to uh, uh, Christians and conservatives. January 6th, taking pictures in the Capitol. They didn't burn nothing down. They didn't oh, steal nothing. Craig, they did you just give me a segue? Lock them, lock them SOBs up and throw away the key for conservatives and uh, Christians. It's unbelievable. We're, we're, in a, we're in a banana republic. It ain't coming. We're here. Absolutely. Craig and Mount Greenwood. Example. Example, I give you evidence. Let's call it A. Recent days, there's been reason to think that this country is moving backward, that freedom is being reduced, that rights we assume were protected are no longer. You mean like the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, you stupid son of a dog? Is that what you mean, dummy? Because that's exactly how it feels. In fact, it feels like since you got in, the collapse of our society is almost immeasurable. Almost. But then again, we have things like the Dow Jones and we have things like inflation. We can always measure a Democrat scumbag by those things. And if it wasn't for that, you'd be dragged out of office in your wet diaper. Yes, you would. And you'd be thrown where you belong in some old people's home. Instead, we got this. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. Here they are. Dumb and dumber administration. And uh, now we have this idiot trying to rally us on the 4th of July. The whole time thinks he looks good with an open collar. He just see that 80-year-old turkey neck. Reminder that we remain in an ongoing battle for the soul of America. Only until you're thrown out of office there, wet socks. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. We have got a lot to talk about, but I want to tell you something. What's going on in California, as it always is, will spread to the other Democrat mafia hellholes around the country. So I think this is a big story. Big, big story this week. California has become the first state to guarantee free health care to all low-income immigrants. It's part of Governor Newsom's operating budget, which pledges to make all low-income adults eligible for the state's Medicaid program by 2024, regardless of their immigration status. Nationwide, low-income families get free health care through Medicaid, but the federal government doesn't pay for people who are living in our country illegally. The move will cost about $2.7 billion every year. Drinks are on the house. Put it on the house. And once again, you have the economic cannibalism of the Democrat mafia pretending to be socialists. You know, as we, uh, we've got a lot of you on the line, and I'm going to take all of you. You want to talk about Bobby Cremo. He's 20, what is he, 22, this piece of dung? So he'll, he'll be alive for another 50 years, five decades of housing this piece of dung, all his health care, his full cable. By the time he's done, he'll be like Richard Speck. He'll have implants in. He'll be having the time of his life. And uh, we'll be paying the cost. Bobby Cremo. Getting exactly what he wants. And what's the cost to house this piece of dung? Instead of giving him the William Wallace, which is what he should get. Do you know what they did to William Wallace? 
ripped them to pieces. Didn't cost much. Not a lot of money in ripping a guy's intestines out. You'd be surprised. You get some guys. You get, I'm sure we get some relatives of the people that he killed. You know, you rip his intestines right out. Solve a lot of problems. But instead, he'll be the bell of the ball with his pink piggies. Using the bathroom. I think in prison, you can use any bathroom you want. Who knows what prison's going to look like by the time this kid's 60. Can you imagine? He'll be loving every minute of it, this sick bastard. Michael on the south side. Oh, my God. You're talking about drawing and quartering the guy. Hey, I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 uh, talked to your, yeah, I, I talked to your call screener. I said, you know, on the 4th of July, I'm doing like 4th of July part two with the, uh, leftover chicken and everything. But I, I, on the 4th of July, I sat there and I listened to a, uh, a redo of President Trump's speech from Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And it freaking brought me to tears. Yeah. This, uh, I won't swear about this piece of dung we have. Yeah, you could do dung. Oval orifice. Uh-huh. It's executive of a bankrupt corporation. Do you know what's astonishing to me, Mike? They keep browbeating you over the head, right, about the election, about January 6th, and why do people... Nobody wants to admit that they voted for this piece of dung. Can you produce half of the 81 million people that said, I voted for him? I mean, I had some no, idiot I had some idiot call my cell phone who said, yeah, I voted for, for Biden because I have all my messages. I'm never going to call you back if you voted for this piece of stuff. Oh, my God. And wow. the reality is the people that put this guy in, they get what they deserve with the collapse of society. We just get dragged down with it, which is why the system has to, uh, has to come to a, to a change with the state by state. I'm really excited about the idea that if people can't recognize Democrats fail and are corrupt at, after, after four years of this idiot, then they're never going to admit it. But thank you, Mike. At least we have the old tapes to bring us joy. I got an old tape, too. I like I, Every once in a while, I listen to it cheers me up. You know, someone very profoundly once said many years ago that if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of liberalism. And what is fascism? Fascism is private ownership, private enterprise, but total government control and regulation. Well, isn't this the liberal philosophy? The conservative, so-called, is the one that says, less government, get off my back, get out of my pocket, and let me have more control of my own destiny. Boy, oh boy, he was describing Illinois circa 2022, and every Democrat hellhole. They're all very big on the ideas of fascism, not very big on the ideas of freedom. That's why these weekends are very tough, unless, of course, one of their sycophants goes on a spree. Then they can somehow use that against the free people. Paul Bensonville. Yeah, this defective bastard that uh, killed multiple people in Island Park. He has ties to the uh, Democratic Socialists of America group. He has ties to Antifa. Uh, He has ties to the occult. And he probably supports the LGBTQ whatever groups, too. But what what are the chances... What, what are the chances of the mainstream media dropping the story like a hot potato? Paul, to your point, you know what they did that's even worse? They used his ties to that socialist group as, and then called that group that practices national socialism right wing, as they've been doing for decades by, by saying that Nazis, the National Socialist Worker Party, was somehow affiliated with republicanism. And this is the problem, is that the idiots who vote Democrat are too stupid to know the difference. Nazis aren't right-wing. They're the prime example of an efficient socialist society. That's why I call the green energy movement eco-Nazis, as they are with their fascistic dictate and take over the world. 
This is what everybody understood and what everybody was protesting and what everybody knew what would happen is if we sat quietly as Joe Biden and the American Democrat mafia Nazis stole the office. They did. So uh, now we're being lectured to by children who helped them. Here with me now is a member of the January 6th committee, Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger of Illinois. Congressman, I want to get your reaction to what you just heard from the South Dakota governor, Christy Nome, particularly on January 6th, talking about uh, the fact that she didn't think specifically that the former president had any blame. She said everybody has blame, but she also put into question the credibility of Cassidy Hutchinson. Your response? Yeah, I mean, this... Uh I'm blown away. This is not, you know, I served with Christy Nome in the house and it's like invasion of the body snatchers. This is not the Christy Nome. You see, here's the thing, Adam. You're not a man. You're just a political whore. For you to come on and tell other people what to think is outrageous, child, you little punk. So for you to come out and tell people what to think versus then to recognize with their own judgment, their own knowledge of exactly what happened. Now we're going to listen to this child. Lecture us. A failure of a man. This is a politician who ran under conservative principles of removing Obamacare, controlling the debt, limiting spending and regulation. Yet for 12 years, all this punk did was become rich. Does anybody want to give a forensic audit to Adam Kinzinger's wealth? I'd be curious to know with what he made and what his net worth is, how he made the money. So he had to protect the status quo of the inside trading fraud political whore known as a congress birthing person and others i served with christy Noem. i served with you know was conservative dedicated to truth uh i and i at the time would have thought would have put her country above her political career at any moment it is clear look dana it is clear she is running for president or vice president she's scared to death of the base and for her to to call into question you know, uh, a 26-year-old patriot who stood in front of the committee alone and told the truth. I saw a sorority bimbo lying through her teeth about evidence she heard secondhand, known as hearsay. But little Adam Kinzinger, the multimillionaire punk, who is a failure at what he ran representing the people of Illinois for. He's going to lecture down to us about what we should think about January 6th. You could argue about what you think about January 6th, but one thing you can argue about is what you think about Bidenomics and never Trump or scum who voted for him. I think you're the traitor to the country, child. I think you should shut your mouth, get out of office, and go retire a millionaire lobbyist political whore that you are. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. I think the uh, one of the saddest stories is the fact that people are being dragged into bankruptcy by the failed economic corruption of the Democrat mafia. And we're going to be distorted and sidetracked with how great it'll be once they take over everything. But this is the saddest story. Thanks to the price of gas and food and rent, business at pawn shops is booming. People- that means people are selling their treasures to pay for just life as it once costed. What does the administration have to say? And so we're working on bringing down basically the cost of, of what life requires for people. Then you're going to resign? 
Heels up, Harris. Nooner. Uh, John in Oklahoma. Hi, John. John got nervous, hung up on me. All right, that's fair enough. Lori Lyle. Hey, hi, Sean. Listen, there's a lot of things that are wrong. This, you just, the news just reported that the police knew of this kid, that they were called to his house because he had knives and was threatening to kill people, and he was suicidal. Why didn't they ask him if he had guns? Why didn't they look for guns? Why didn't they take his guns? Why didn't they arrest him then? Then we have the guy. I'm guessing because the mom was belly dancing downstairs. With Antifa, with Antifa flags. He's dressed as Antifa. He was Antifa. Then today on Charlie Kirk, it said one out of 12 kids today is on antidepressant psychotic drugs, which are prescribed. And 34 of the last shooters was under the influence of antidepressant psychotic drugs that were prescribed. We have a system that is failing. They want to put in new red flag laws. They don't even enforce the laws they have. They don't stop the crimes they know could be committed. We don't need new so, laws. Are you saying need... this isn't your fault? None of this is your it's fault. It's not my fault. All right. Look at Sean. That guy in in Florida that killed all those people, he's just going to court now. How many years has it been? He should have been tried and executed years ago. They should put these people through the judicial system immediately, take them in front of a firing squad, put it on TV, and shoot them. That will and definitely... then less of these stupid kids will think about going out with their guns and shooting people. That will be a deterrent. That will definitely be a deterrent. But thanks to to Pat Quinn, also known as Paint Chips Pat. Paint Chips Pat Quinn. He's going to live a good 60, maybe 70 years at the cost now of roughly, what, eighty nine to $95,000 a year with inflation by the time this kid's 70. It'll cost us $200,000 a year so that he could have free cable, implants like Richard Speck, and a better sex life than most of the politicians. Uh, let's go to Joe, Gary, Indiana. Hi, Sean. Thank you. I wanted to bring back your interview of the judge. I got halfway through your segment, so I don't remember his name. But what I wanted to say is, okay, thank you. So I found him very, very intellectual and command of the law. So what I wanted to just say to you is, you know, all of us callers, we call in and complain. Is there a way you can help us organize so we have actually, like, Napolitano leading us with a, an, hey, an I, actual... I highly recommend I bring those guys on and I bring the, the people I yeah. bring on and I always ask where can they find you because Judge Napolitano has a YouTube channel he has a website I'm a big proponent of convention of the states I do think to a certain extent you can be uh, organized with still the principles of anonymity of America and I think it's important to follow and support both him and, and Salente they're involved in an organization that's trying to take back freedom and yes you can always check out their, their social Social media and their sites and that is the point but the other thing is i want you to remember this is about your family and your kids and sometimes you have to do that by investing in them so they can get away from these democrat mobsters like the ones in illinois and pritzker who want to normalize not just corruption but fascism all in the name of safety of course i'll be back after this from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the murk he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. In case you haven't figured it out, one of the
the greatest weapons against your freedom, Americanism in general, is the witchcraft of eco-Nazism called climate change and the green energy movement. It is, in my opinion, promoted on absolute inaccuracies and fraud as the last 70 years has proven. For 70 years, the eco-Nazis have been making predictions of mayhem and the sky is falling and the seas are rising, yet they all buy seaside estates with the money they swindle from their eco-Nazism. James Taylor is the president of the Heartland Institute, founding director of Heartland's Arthur B. Robinson Center for Climate and Environmental Policies. I wanted to bring him on to discuss how we can combat the lies of the green energy movement. James, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Hey, doing okay, Sean. Thanks for having me on. I'm one of these people that if this would have been right, I would have been involved, I would have been invested, I would have been promoting. But yet I've recognized through the span of my life how wrong, how inaccurate, and how fraudulent that this, these predictions and the data, the so-called science, has been. I remember East Anglia University, the scandal of the emails where one so-called scientist talking to another about how to lie to get the data they needed. That was enough for me. Where have I gone wrong? Well, you haven't, and I definitely know where you're coming from. I became involved in this issue when back when I was in law school, I was the president of the student chapter of the Federalist Society. We published a newspaper for fellow law students, and I had seen all of the USA Today, CNN, everything about the climate crisis, and I was convinced that, hey, you know, I, I, I'm a free market guy. I'm a limited government guy. But if you're destroying the planet, if you're going to absolutely fry it, you have to accept what you have to accept. So I did a deep dive in research, and I had studied atmospheric science as an undergrad. I knew where to go. And the more I looked at it, the more I said, wait a second. This is a bunch of hullabaloo. Yeah, we might be causing a little warming, but it's nothing at all like they're telling you. And uh, so that changed my mind, and, and I still keep an open mind as best I can. But the more time goes by, the more the evidence shows we're not facing a climate crisis at all. In fact, a warmer world is, by almost any measure, a better world for human health and welfare. And it also um, it exists on a, on a fascistic contribution to the scandals that are their so-called solutions. Every single one of their so-called solution is an economic scandal. It's outrageous. It's subsidized by poor people. It's forced capitulation. It's um, built on this idea that through your sacrifice of your own wealth and your own prosperity will come this utopia. And they leave off something that I find to be disgusting. And that is the greatest contributor to their so-called conclusion or science. And that is water vapor, which we can never control. It is outrageous. They leave off that data so that when they need to borrow from it, to lock us under and to control our, our, our true prosperity and our true progress, they can do it. Why do so few people talk about the actual cooked data in their own fraudulent conclusions? Well, they don't want to talk about the data because the data undermines everything they say. And you're right, water vapor is far more prevalent in the atmosphere and far more powerful than carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide has a very, very, very small impact on temperature. It's not going to be a dial for whether we have a climate crisis or anything else. And more importantly, uh, the first part of what you were just saying about the Marxist roots of the environmental left, it's no accident that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez 
the first thing she did upon entering Congress was present her resolution for the Green New Deal, which is about 10% stupid environmentalism and 90% Marxism that has nothing to do with the environment. The left uses the environment as a Trojan horse for Marxism because they know that most Americans love to get out in the open country and love clean spaces, and they try to say, well, that's our issue. It's all about putting Marxism in a friendly face. You know, for the vast majority of my life, when I first went into trading and I first went on the mercantile exchange, what I loved about it is that you could fight what was the popular perspective, the popular prediction. You could fight it. You could argue with it. You could find the little data you wanted and you could pick your spots and you could profit from the inaccuracies. The massive inaccuracies in the predictions of the, I call them eco-Nazis. I hope it doesn't offend you, James, but that's what they are to me. The massive inaccuracies, the predictions, the nonsense, and what I believe to be the lie of carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is essential for true growth and true eco-prosperity. How in the world did they sell this to a society that you need less of it when I say they're 100% wrong? How are they able to do this? Well, a lot of money is poured into it from some very wealthy folks on the left. They have a compliant, indeed an aggressively uh, favorable media uh, industry there pushing their, their agenda, and kids in schools are not allowed to hear the other side, the real data. You know, it's quite interesting that everything that has been predicted by the environmental left to, to occur on a catastrophic basis by now has not occurred. We were told the Glacier National Park would have no glaciers by the year 2020. In fact, the Park Service put up signs to that effect over a decade ago, and yet they're still there. They had to take them down. The Himalayas were supposed to be almost done with their ice by now. They're not. Kilimanjaro is supposed to have no ice. They have plenty of snow and ice. The Miami was supposed to be underwater by now. It's doing fine. By every measure, if you look at the actual data, and if any of your listeners want, it, want me to back it up, send me an email, jtaylor at heartland.org. I'll show you the sources. By every measure, whether it's hurricanes, tornadoes, droughts, wildfires, floods, you name it, crop production, instead of things getting worse as our climate very modestly warms, things are getting better. If the severe weather events at worst are staying about the same. By and large, they're becoming less frequent and severe. At the same time, we're having greater crop production. We have fewer people dying due to temperatures that are not in an optimal range. Many, many more people die from cold than heat. A moderately warming uh, uh, environment will reduce those deaths. By any measure, it's a better world for human health and civilization as our planet modestly warms. As you see the nonsense that's been going on, and I mean this to be exactly what it is. It, it, it's absolute nonsense. And who pays the highest cost are the people who could afford it the least. Is it strictly an, a, an objective of control? And is it strictly a, a, a ignorance factor that keeps poor people from the reality of how much better their life would be if they stopped selling the lies of the profiteers of, of hyper climate agenda why do they keep buying it the poor people yeah well you hit a good point if you own a 10 million dollar condo on the upper east side of manhattan you really don't care what the price of gasoline is and even if you did have a car and drive it it wouldn't matter you could easily afford it uh, the environmental left has put on its head what environmentalism really means when i was growing up when i was a kid in the 1970s environmentalism was land conservation it was open spaces and nowadays 
if you look at the so-called solutions for climate change, wind turbines, you need 300 square miles of wind turbines to replace a single conventional power plant. And those turbines are killing literally millions of birds and bats each and every year in this country. How is that? How is that sold as environmentalism? And the amount what of the oil. What the left has accomplished, right. The amount of oil and to make them. It's fiberglass. Right. Right, and, and the mining of rare earth minerals, about the most destructive practice on earth, is necessary for them. They only do it basically in China because that's the only nation where the people will tolerate it because the people don't have a choice. But environmentalism would tell us that there are so many things about wind and solar power that are destructive to the environment, and yet somehow we're to say that the only environmental issue that matters is carbon dioxide, a clear, odorless chemical molecule, not even a chem- well, chemical molecule, natural molecule that has no impact when you breathe it, no impact whatsoever, other than perhaps it might somewhat warm the planet. It's crazy. It's crazy and I don't even know if it does, because it, it, it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's the fundamental pillar of photosynthesis. So if you really want a green world, you need more of that, not less of it. I think they're doing the exact opposite. But here's the good news. We had a major victory, and that is the idea that this executive order created gestapo bureaucracy can somehow pick and choose who to penalize and who not to and then is incentivized by keeping 50 percent of the financial fines to companies just was put in the corner as it should be and we have an opportunity to really revisit how the epa has seized so much control over our economy shouldn't we be aggressive in 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 beating this thing into the corner as the as the tyrannical bureaucracy it is absolutely and now as the american public sees what the consequences are of the radical anti-energy agenda in the biden administration that the environmental left has succeeded in imposing on us the very high gasoline prices us having to beg Venezuela, Iran, Saudi Arabia for more oil. Um, these are the type of, of, of events that now have the American people understanding that the pie-in-the-sky promises from the wind and solar folks simply cannot, are not coming true. And uh, now we have to make sure that we let our elected officials know, hey, we're not going to stand for this. And I think in November, the message is going to be delivered loud and clear. And we had an excellent Supreme Court decision last week that said to EPA, hey, look, you do not become the God King of anything you say remotely affects the environment and therefore you have dictatorial powers. You still need to get your authorization through Congress before you can take over those powers. And that was a very good decision from the Supreme Court. James, I'm excited about something. I've been um, I've had my own philosophies on oil for my whole life. I uh, have recognized that there is so much about Earth we do not know. As we pretend to be so intellectual, I believe that humanity in its totality is in its infancy intellectually. Is it possible there are conclusions that we've made as a society, as, as humans, that have been absolutely and totally wrong? I think oil is the greatest example of why we should never think we know everything. After all, We've been wrong for the last 160 years of our predictions. Isn't it true that we should use how wrong we've been as an example? We don't really know. And maybe we should try to focus on knowledge rather than uh, assumptions. Absolutely. When Albert Einstein proposed his theory of relativity, he was bucking the entire scientific consensus. In fact, a 100 scientists, prominent scientists, 
published uh, an article in a peer-reviewed journal, a hundred scientists opposed to Albert Einstein and, and basically threw the weight of their quote-unquote consensus uh, against Einstein's, Einstein's theory of relativity. And Einstein's response was, why 100? Only one scientist with data to prove me wrong would be, be, would be sufficient. But ultimately, the theory of, gra- or, excuse me, theory of relativity uh, has prevailed. And it's something that we need to keep in mind. Listen, listen when scientists... Uh, are investigating a topic, we should pay attention to what scientists discover. And there are many scientists on different sides of an issue, just as there was with the theory of relativity. Regarding climate change, regarding global warming, regarding whether burning fossil fuels is going to cause a climate crisis, look at the data. And all of the predictions coming from the environmental left on this topic have proven wrong again and again and again and again and again without exception. Even they acknowledge that the planet's warming at maybe half, not even half, of what they predicted. The very first United Nations report said 0.3 degrees Celsius per decade. It's been less than half of that. And we also know that temperatures were much warmer during most of the period that human civilization has existed. So where was the crisis then? That's the part I want to talk about. We've only been keeping records for 135 fracking years. We live on a planet that is billions of years old there is so much we do not know yet we are listening to these profiteers of hyper uh fear and that's what we're really combating and one thing that i've always wanted to know and i've talked to scientists i happen to believe that our theory on oil is 100 percent wrong or the common theory of humanity or, or, or society as we know it can we even quantify how much oil is released through the floors of the oceans? How do you add that up? How can you possibly figure it out? But the one thing we know for sure is it is being released through the floor of the ocean. How do you add it up? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And as you're alluding to, in places where oil has been produced and, and supposedly what they thought depleted, uh, some of the petroleum engineers come back a decade or two later, and there's oil there. How did it get there? Why is there new oil there? But regardless of, of, of oil and, and how much we have, which is centuries at least, there's also uh, methane hydrates, which is basically frozen methane, frozen natural gas, that is so incredibly abundant, especially along the, uh, the, the continental ridges in the oceans, um, the, the continental shelf, I'm sorry, um, that we would have enough fuel for centuries upon centuries upon centuries, but we'll probably even have different forms of energy, whether it's nuclear fusion, whether it's whatever it may be. Uh, I mean, 200 years ago, who would predict what we have now? How can we say 200 years from now, when if we still continue uh, rising temperatures at the same pace, we'll still not be as warm as we were uh, during the early part of human civilization? Who's to say what energy sources we'll be using then? Why are we trying to shut down our economy, take away our freedoms for something that would happen at the earliest several centuries from now? Well, one thing I can say is that due to organizations like yours and men like you, we're going to put a, a fight up against the fascist profiteers of fear. Oh, I like that. Put that on the back of a T-shirt. Oh, man. Oh, man. James Let's Taylor, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate the Heartland Institute for everything it does. And you are fighting fascism, and I love it. Please keep it up. And uh, I'm excited to tell you I have, uh, I have something coming up with Dr. James Corsi who is a proponent of abiotic oil. It is an interesting theory that I actually believe 
Uh, it explains so much of the unknown. And I want you to please stay in touch with me and come back on um, because I'd like your thoughts on this as we present. We're going to have a weekly uh, uh, interview with James Corsi and his new book about abiotic oil. I'm curious to know your thoughts on it. We ran out of time, but please come back, will you? Awesome. I will. Thank you, Sean. He is James Taylor, the Heartland Institute. Thank you so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. I'm your handyman. <laughs> not that James Taylor. Heartland Institute, James Taylor. For 70 I'm years, the eco-Nazis have been making predictions and have been wrong. Their conclusions are wrong. Their theories are wrong. Their data is fraud. And when they make decisions, it ends up in a travesty of justice like this. Um, and then there's a Reuters report um, out this morning that says that more than 5 million barrels of oil that were released from the emergency of oil reserves were exported to Europe and Asia last month. And What? You mean to tell me, you stupid son of a dog, that you released the strategic oil reserve and China and Europe got the fracking oil, you idiots? Is that what happened? That does explain why people are pawning their valuables to buy gas. People are selling what they have to pay their bills. Sadly, with the economy and uh, and everything in the uptick, fuel prices, inflation and everything, yeah, we've, we've seen a lot of new faces. We've seen- Impeach every Democrat in office, everyone. Oh, I can't believe the stupidity. Honestly, I honestly cannot believe the stupidity. Eduardo Midway. Yeah, Sean. So with all this uh, inflation, uh, I noticed that they had an article here. Seven percent are only uh, adults are in uh, good health, uh, obviously, because of all this uh, other things happening with shootings and crime and high inflation. So it's just all around bad for people. Oh, it's all around bad. It's a, and that's what that's what the policies are. Did you ever wonder why they call them food deserts, ghettos? They're food deserts because the the stores that move in that would profit from selling good food refuse to be robbed and deal with government welfare checks. So it is a failure that collapses onto itself then making it more difficult even to get the so-called free food which is supposed to be the answer to everything. The problem with the government totalitarian agenda that is supposed to deliver prosperity is it delivers one thing and one thing only. That's failure. And the reason I say is because it's built on a lie, a lie of a philosophy of government sustenance. It doesn't work. It doesn't add up. But they're using weapon after weapon to try and get you convinced that all we need is for these idiots who, when they make these decisions, enrich the enemy of America. That if... They just need a little more control. It is going to be great. It'll be like, I don't know, areas where they control. Where are those areas? They're called hellholes. Third world states and towns like Chicago. Bill on the south side. Yeah, I, was, I, I wanted to tell you, Sean, about 1975, my sister used to live across, across the street from the, in Michigan from the lakeshore. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the water was all the way up to the... Uh, uh, 
it covered the whole beach, you know, and there was a beach club there, and they're all worried, oh, this is going to, and the next year's going to, well, a year or two later, they had about 60 yards of beach club. Uh-huh. It receded, it just, these things happen, do you know what I mean? And it's been like that, I think, ever since. I mean, so Bill, you want to you wanna, you wanna show something, you want to look at something interesting, look at a picture of the Statue of Liberty from 1860, 1890. 1920, 2020. Tell me where the water line is. Thank you very much, Bill. Archimedes principle, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hi, Sean. How are you doing tonight? Good, Rich. Uh, I listened to your whole show, and uh, the last guest I agree with 100%. But I also agree with you that we have just so much more to learn about uh, about the climate. But the real reason I'm calling is is this reversal on the uh, remain in Mexico, um, how is that a win for the Biden administration when now we have to be responsible for all of these people coming into our country? Because the more just, uh, the more people on government life, the more people who get their life sustenance from government, the more loyal they are to the corrupt Democrat mafia. Just take a look at a Chicagoland area. Just take a look at, at, at New York, at New Jersey. The more people who are dependent... And their masters are willing to be slaves, Rich. That is the willing servitude of a Democrat utopia known as a ghetto. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM 560, The Answer. Nice song. You say before when I go to the health club after this. I told you, don't burn up my workout song. I just ran to the car. And you know, for Chicago, it's nice outside for me, but it's I guess it's hot and muggy. And I couldn't help but notice when I stuck my head outside, it felt, I don't know, dumber and sluttier. And then I heard that Kamala Harris's plane landed, and it all made sense to me. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. (laughs) Turns out, heels up Harris. The nooner is in town. She's going to bring righteousness to this otherwise sewer of corruption and failure and fascism. How's she going to do it? And so we're working on bringing down basically the cost of, of what life requires for people. How's that work out, stupid? I mean, I know for you, all you need to do is just get yourself one of those hot lunch dates that made you the vice president. However, the rest of the people are subjected to political decisions. What kind of decisions has your stupid administration made? Um, and then there's a Reuters report um, out this morning that says that more than 5 million barrels of oil that were released from the emergency of oil reserves were exported to Europe and Asia last month. Five million barrels of the strategic oil reserves was released to China and Europe, you stupid idiot. What were you doing when this is... Uh, never mind. Never mind. While you're in town, why don't you take a ride past Mannheim Road where you should be working, you moron. Half of that increase started prior to the first Russian soldiers arriving near Ukraine. You can't blame it all on the Ukraine, right? Oh, we can. And by the way, another $850 million go to Ukraine. That's $60 billion plus. And Vladimir Putin won. But the Nazis, known as the Azovs, still have our money. What about the other half? 
Well, that <laughs> yeah, was, what about the other half? No, that's that, a, that's that, a pretty that, important that, half. Well, Hello, then, Pete Buttigieg, Transportation Secretary. Have you answered to the 500-plus cargo ships that are circling because they can't get to the ports because of the Union mobsters? What about you, Pete Buttigieg? I thought you were going to straight out, straighten away this transportation problem. Yet, how did you get your job? <laughs> Same way Harris got hers. Starting to make sense to you? It does to me. Don Merrillville. Hey, Sean. Uh, you said last week about uh, brought up the thought of secession. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, that'll never work. The 25th word in the Pledge of Allegiance says indivisible. You don't divide up this country. Yeah. Now, I'm, a, I'm a registered Democrat, and I voted for Trump. Okay. What about okay. liberty? Don, you're going you're gonna to throw the Pledge of Allegiance. I personally think the Pledge of Allegiance is a lie. What about the liberty and justice for all? We've been getting that? We've been getting that? Nah, I don't think so. Not for a long time. That's why you, should, you shouldn't make kids say it. Because what they do is they pledge allegiance to something rather than abide by the principles. I think that well, whole thing. Well, why not we just give it to them then? Give them what? Liberty and justice for all and Americanism? That's right. Because we've That's been right. infiltrated by collectivists who would rather understand the power involved in a collectivist society in, and, and the corruption and enrich themselves, both Republicans and Democrats. Well, the left is pushing for a civil war, and I, I, I say I'm already for it. Don, and you don't is, need it to be violent. The thing is, if we lose, we're screwed. We already if lost. If they them. lose, they, they can uh, take a hike down to Mexico or whatever socialist country they want. Why do they? They will not be allowed to stay here. No, Don, they already implemented socialism here. Just take a look at a policy. Tell me where it isn't. You know, I see to me, this is very simple. It doesn't have to be violent. It can be intellectual. You have states right now that are suing the Biden administration. You have states that are living up to their promise to their constituents by supporting that liberty and that justice and that freedom to those citizens. The problem, Don, is we are used to what it's like to be try to be an American in a fascist Democrat mafia hellhole like Chicago, like Illinois. So we're our perspective isn't right. See, outside of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot's a punchline, a failure. A corrupt loser. Outside of Illinois, that fat slob, J.B. Pritzker, is a punchline. They only are tolerated in the bastions of welfare corruption that these Democrat strongholds give you. This is not how America is. Because what the other states realize, they wouldn't tolerate this thuggery. They wouldn't tolerate the fascism. They wouldn't tolerate the fraud and the lies. But then again, in those states, the people understand that when those 93 Chicagoans get shot, it's as horrible and horrific as the 24 in Highland Park. Only here can you get such an obvious separation in society. Only here would that even be tolerated and your your anger be focused on a gun rather than the politics and the philosophy that made this pink hair, ponytail wearing freak Normal and acceptable. Only here among Democrats. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Good. You know, uh, you're talking about uh, Governor Spaulding there. You know, it, this is it's just it's re- ridiculous. It really is. You know, I mean, he's gonna, he's already on rampage with gun control. Basically, you're going to take away one gun, then it's going to go to another gun, yeah, then it's going to go to the pistols. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. 
It's just taken away. It's just uh, eaten away. Eventually, they want to re- eliminate the Second Amendment, which I'm totally against. Because even a Democrat understands they don't really care about the lives. They don't care about the 65 million that they kill on an annual basis. I have a recording of Jamie Raskin, who's supposed to be the next big shot in the Democrat Party, also known as a mafia, saying that the greatest th- threat to kids is guns. He forgot abortion. Stupid son of a dog. So they're for the killing there, the baby murders. They only tolerate it because the babies don't have representation. After all, they're not donors to the Democrat Party like the people in Highland Park are. That's why they don't care about the, 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 the ghetto inhabitants, inhabitants of Chicago. That's why when you hear 93 were shot on the 4th of July, Lori Lightfoot's answer, not as bad as 100 like last year. It's an improvement. That's how you get failing normalized under a Democrat mafia. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. There you go. There's a song get you bebopping and scatting around. I don't know. I heard there's a Secret Service convoy circling Mannheim Road and Lake Street. I think Kamala Harris is looking for tramps. They closed it down years ago, honey. I know they named it after you. However, it's not there anymore. So mosey along. Get yourself down to the sewer of corruption known as Lori Lightfoot's house. There's so much to talk about. Did you know, Squirrel? I wanted to get this out. I have the clip. Do you remember the uh, pro-terrorist that threw his shoes at George W. Bush during the press conference? Do you remember that? Do you know that that guy is now running for the president of Iraq? How's that for irony? George Bush is the one who made it possible for that guy to become president of Iraq. 2008, someone threw his shoes trying to hit President Bush. The man that threw the shoes is called Muntazir, and he was a journalist. Now he is running for election in Iraq. His ambition to defeat rampant corruption and to hold the United States accountable for the invasion of Iraq. That turned out beautiful. That whole Iraq thing, we don't talk about that. How many billions we waste there? I actually think it's less than the billions we wasted paying off Joe Biden's bribery to the oligarchs pretending to be the Ukrainian government. It's true. And then there's also the weekend in Chicago. When people ask you, why do you need these guns? Why would you possibly need them? Especially the ones that shoot 30 and 40 rounds. Your answer is because this is what Chicago is like on the weekend. A Chicago police officer is injured while confronting an unruly crowd in Portage Park. Video shows some climbing on the squad while others kick and hit it. Good evening, everyone. I'm Jackie. And that's why you need a lot of rounds. What are you supposed to do? Become a willing victim like those poor people in Highland Park? Uh, it is true. I think Highland Park, it does have an assault rifle ban. <laughs> Didn't this freak with his pink ponytails know? Maybe he hid the memo in his skirt. Perfectly normal. Bob on the south side. Sean, I have a question about yesterday. All right, I don't know if I can my, answer it. But go ahead. Okay, my friend, my friend was watching. He thought it was WGN News. They were interviewing a man on the street during the shooting. All right. He swore he saw the shooter on the street shooting. He saw my friend later in the day saw the same interview, and that part was taken out of the interview. My question is, how can this 120-pound rat shoot from the street, from the roof? Bob, my question is, do you think 
that he had some help. Just I, like I have no just idea, like they but threw one Oswald under the bus. I have no idea, but unlike the January sixth committee, we will not deal in hearsay. See what I did there? Thank you very much, Bob. You know how much I appreciate the call. I have no idea we're going to find out information or we won't. But the one thing we must do is recognize the difference in attention. Tragedies, both massive, massive tragedies. As 24 people were shot, six others murdered. I think it's a total of 30 people in Highland Park. Tragedy. And that's a third of what went down in Chicago. One third. And the difference is, those people in Highland Park were political contributors, and they were—they had law enforcement unleashed to catch the perpetrators of the horrific murder and mayhem caused in the 4th of July celebration in Highland Park. Yet, in the city of Chicago, very, very few of those victims got any attention or any satisfaction as the police in the sewer of Chicago are restrained by the very politicians who are supposed to use the police to protect the innocent people. Instead... They sell the power of political corruption to the perpetrators in that sewer of Chicago. I understand the gangster disciples had a very good weekend selling that hair rod. Crack. They did very good with the fentanyl sales. The people, not so much. See the difference in so-called Democrat sympathies? Doesn't work for the poor people, as always. I'll be back 21 hours. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.